When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, and welcome to the 91st episode of Hallyu At You. I'm your host, Shay from the K-Way. Shanice isn't with us this week. She will be back for our usual programming next week, so stay tuned for that. But on this podcast, we love hanging out with you, talking through the hottest K news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. So make sure to sit back, relax, and we're going to jump straight into things with our very first segment per usual, which is Hot Topics, where we're going to give you a rundown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So kicking things off with JB and Sick K leaving higher music, we know that this caused an array of different reactions from fans, especially on JB's part. A lot of fans felt as though he hadn't even been with higher music that long, so it was quite a shocker. But we really do hope that they both do well in their future endeavours, whether that's setting up their own agencies and working under themselves, or joining a music agency that really aligns with their goals, passions, and ideals. Next, Kim Yuna and Ko Wurim confirmed their engagement, which is super cute. SNSD confirmed their seventh album together, which I know all the Girls' Generation fans are super excited for. Luna announced their very first world tour, which is a big deal, and they're coming to Europe. We know here in Europe that a world tour doesn't always mean that we're involved, so <laughs> this is a big deal. So all the Luna stands, make sure that you keep an eye out for all the updates to make sure that you can be there because th- th- it's happening. They're coming here because sometimes a world tour just means like Korea, other parts of Asia, and America. South America, if you're lucky, but we, we, we're not always in the, the Mr. Things. So <laughs> make sure to grab your tickets and sister reunite on the last episode of Sketchbook. I actually need to check this out. I heard it was super cute. So yes, I will be looking into that too. But that was hot topics. If there are any stories or anything epic that's come up over the past week or so that you guys want to highlight, send them to us on socials because we'd love to know what's come up for you or been interesting for you in the K world over the past week or so. Moving on to our next segment called Say What, where we'll be reading and breaking down some of your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. If you want to send in any of your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, stories, or requests, feel free to submit them anonymously on Shanice's website, which is kpopbox.co.uk forward slash you at you, or you can send them to us on socials. We know you guys love to break things down on TikTok so you can drop them there but if you want to be anonymous and stealth and share all your thoughts and be incognito leave them anonymously (laughs) on Shanice's website but delving into our very first unpopular opinion for today so this person said trick warning this unpopular opinion touches on bullying and related topics just to preface I am someone who has been bullied myself it's a hard experience and in no way am I trying to take away or lighten the impact that bullying can have on a person that being said I feel like fourth gen scandals are pretty light compared to first and second gen scandals 
like most fourth gen scandals have to do with mild bullying, whereas first gen and second gen scandals had to do with military service evasion, murder, and hardcore stalking, etc. Oh, um, I I do appreciate the preface that this person included that bullying in any capacity, whether it seems light or minor to someone looking in or just listening to a story, it's it's a big deal and it's never okay. Um, but I do know that there were some really crazy scandals that happened in the early days of K-pop. I wish Shanice was here because she would have more of the tea. I just know that there were some really crazy stories. Um, and some people that have like pretty much been blacklisted from the K entertainment world because of things that have happened and like really intense fan things that have happened. I know like obviously there are still sesangs now and really intense crazy things that come up and bullying in and itself like in any capacity is never okay and can be super damaging. So yeah, I wouldn't, I don't think it's comparable to be like, let's, let's trauma compare, but I do know some really crazy things happened in first and second gen K-pop. But um, yes, let's, let's recircle back to this next week. Cause I want to hear Shanice's thoughts on this as well. But yeah, I know things, things were crazy back then. And I think even though they were highlighted, like things might've been in the news or on online forums to some extent, because social media wasn't the way it is currently now, things happened and then they sort of faded away. Whereas now, even if the smallest thing happens, like everyone's going to find out and hopefully it will be dealt with because people should be held accountable for their actions. But um, yeah, if the things that happened in first and second gen K-pop happened now, the world would turn inside out. So <laughs> let's leave it at that. But yes, thank you very much for your unpopular opinion and also being vulnerable, being someone that has experienced bullying um, and sharing that. But yes, let's delve back into this a little bit more next week. Our next unpopular opinion for today is... I love that we're getting more K-dramas that represent different people and communities, but I found it really interesting how some people were reacting to Extraordinary Attorney Wu. Like on the one hand, I saw a lot of people that are neurodivergent and autistic talk about how they were offended that the actress allegedly didn't use video or real life references for her depiction of an autistic character, but instead referenced something called the DSM-5, which I heard that a lot of autistic people say isn't a good thing. I've also heard that a lot of people say that they are quite upset with the drama portraying the stereotype that autistic people or neurodiverse people have to be super geniuses to be accepted, valued, or seen as useful in society. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm actually currently watching um, Extraordinary Attorney Wu, and for the most part, I really enjoy it. I can understand, like, I'm not someone that's been diagnosed autistic myself so I don't want to speak over anyone's voice or um, anyone in that community but I, I can understand the perspective and the lens that these people are sharing their views from where it's like oh this person has to be an outstanding asset to society to be accepted or to be valued in any way or they would sort of otherwise just be brushed to one side or exiled or like just be put in this like bucket of people that aren't that quite aren't quite useful. I know I'm sort of rambling, but I do get this perspective. I think anytime when a certain community issue, people from certain backgrounds, or when we're portraying people of diverse backgrounds in media, it has to be done in such a way that 
it's educational and insightful rather than just being like, okay, we're just going to raise awareness of this and it's going to be in the thing and that's it. I can understand why people would be upset. I've also seen something that made me quite feel quite uncomfortable myself where there's a trend where people are behaving like the main character of attorney, extraordinary attorney Wu. And that in itself is quite inhumane and disrespectful. Like this isn't, even though in this, in this context, it is someone depicting a character, but this is some people's real life. So for now, for you to take it away and use it and portray this caricature, I think that's quite disrespectful and upsetting. Um, and I've also heard stories um, come out of Korea specifically where middle school kids are now sort of using this drama as ammo to bully other kids, being like, oh, are you Wu Young Wu? I think that's her name basically saying like, oh, are you autistic or like in a very negative way? Um, so I think it is a double-edged sword when we have certain stories that are told with characters from certain backgrounds where people can now take this and use these platforms for untowards things. And it's quite upsetting because obviously when you create something, I would like to think that the directors or the creators or the writers behind this show didn't have any negative intentions but it was always something to think about when creating um, a piece of content and understanding how an audience is going to use the material, how it can affect existing issues. Is it going to further fuel stereotypes? Are people now going to be like, oh, are all autistic people geniuses or are they all going to be X, Y, and Z way? So I think it is difficult when something that is a spectrum is being depicted in one way and because it is on such a huge platform, like it's, it, the drama itself has done really well for itself. It was charting like number one on Netflix's international programs platform and stuff. So it's a double-edged sword, like one raising awareness um, that having neurodiversity or being autistic or whatever you experience in life doesn't define sort of where you can go or what you can do. And I think from that perspective, it can be really inspiring but if we're hearing people from the the actual communities being depicted saying that, well, this has made me feel uncomfortable, this is being used wrong, I think those voices need to be heard as well. Yeah, so I'm I can't personally speak on this. I know I've I've given my two pence, but if there is anyone who is neurodivergent or autistic that would like to speak on this matter a bit more, do reach out to us because we always want to make sure that we're highlighting the voices of people from different communities and diverse backgrounds so that we can get your perspective and actually hear what you have to say rather than just assuming what you might want to say. And on to our very last unpopular opinion for today, this person said, I really like the new girl group, New Jean. They have a really cool Y2K vibe, but I do feel like they are debuting way too young. Um, I feel like we've spoken about debut ages a few times on this podcast and... I don't know, I could be wrong, but I feel like back in the day, groups, idols within groups were debuting fairly young, but I think the difference may have been like between the youngest member of the group and the oldest member of the group, there was like at least four to five years between them. So it felt like, oh, there's like a kind of a slightly older one and like there's an older few and then there's a younger few. They're all debuting fairly young, but it still felt like, oh, there are some older ones. 
Whereas nowadays, at least from, in my opinion, my limited opinion, because I don't track all the new groups that come out, it does feel like everyone is like just 14 or 15 altogether and like everyone's the same age. So maybe that's what people are feeling. I'm not aware of all of the members' ages. I'm assuming that they're in the early to mid-teen years. I, 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 we've spoken about this once again on the pod. I personally feel like idols shouldn't debut until they're at least 18, just taking into consideration like how demanding the job is and being in the public eye, the sort of people that are now going to be stands of these idols or going to bias certain members. Like it just makes me feel a bit uncomfy when people are standing um, minors or like when you think about it on paper, imagine there's a group and majority of the members are minors and people go out, spend tons of money and they buy pictures of minors and they keep them like in their purses or phone cases. It, I know people have good intentions, <laughs> but on paper, it does not sound right. Um, and just taking into consideration all of the things like you're a bit more developed by 18. It's not saying you have life figured out. When I was 18, I still thought, I still felt 12 but some yeah sometimes that can rub me up the wrong way but I think in comparison to other groups and other idols that have debuted in the past I don't think there's a huge difference in debut ages to be honest I could be wrong so if anyone wants to politely correct me in the comments um let me know but yeah I, I do need to do some more research into um new gene though I've heard some of their snippets, snippets going around on TikTok and they seem really cool and they have a fresh vibe. And I feel like people are really craving this sort of sound. Obviously, I don't even think this is their official debut yet. I don't know if this is like a pre-debut situation, but um, people are really craving the sort of sound and color that they're bringing. I've heard quite some positive feedback from one of their music videos that came out, like just depicting what, it, what it's like to just be a teen and exploring and better understanding yourself and growing so I think that's really cute I need to check all this out myself but from what I've heard it sounds like good stuff um so hopefully they continue on the track that they're on um and I think it's pretty cool like just developing a fan base so early on because from what I heard like there weren't any teasers for this it just sort of happened it came out and people are obsessed so I think it's a really organic way to sort of test the waters see what people like what they're into and yes wishing them all the best but I will definitely check it there I don't know if it's one MV but I know there's that main song that they have out so I'll check it out and I can update you guys next week um yes but that was all of our unpopular opinions for today if you have any unpopular opinions dilemmas requests or stories you can submit them anonymously on Shanice's website which is kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you or you can send them to us on socials and now it's time for on the radar where i'm gonna let you know what's been on my radar so this could be anything i'm listening to watching or anything i want to put you guys onto um yeah so my radar hasn't actually been crazy busy recently i feel like i'm re-getting into dramas again i did take a bit of a break from dramas they just weren't hitting the same they weren't feeling the same for a while so now i'm sort of diving back into them um so if anyone has any good recommendations send them my way 
Um, I know that the, I think they're called the Wooga group squad people, um, like V and his friends. <laughs> I think they've done like a special um, episode of like BTS in the soup type situation. I could be completely off of this, but y'all know what I'm talking about. They're together. That's a moment. I need to watch that. Apparently it's like really cute. Um, what else is on my radar? I want to check out New Jean. I feel, is that their name? I feel like that, I know it's something Jean. I I feel like, okay, let's just, let's go with that. I need to check them out a bit more. And super random, but I feel like I need to go out and have Korean food. I haven't had Korean food in ages. Well, what feels like ages, and I'm just really craving dokbuki and like fried chicken. So TMI, but that's on my radar as well. Oh, last little add-on for my on the radar is I actually started watching this 1k drama it's called Bad Girlfriend and I don't know if it's like a web drama I don't know if it's also going on tv but the concept is literally crazy so it's this one girl and she basically has two boyfriends and she likes them both she like she knows what she's doing but she knows that what she's doing is wrong but she likes them both and she keeps them like as separate as possible but then one day she walks into work and they're both in the office so like one of her boyfriend like her her first boyfriend I don't I don't know which is her first one of them he like works at the same company as her and he's like her like superior like her leader dude person and then the other guy is this guy that used to work at this cafe that she would go to um so she's dating both of them they don't know the cafe boyfriend dude ends up taking up a graphic design job at her company so then she walks in on her two boyfriends together they don't know that they're both her boyfriend and because with her office relationship they have to hide it anyway and then with her other relationship he isn't going to openly be like oh you're my girlfriend in a professional setting just in case so it's it's really crazy the episodes are super short dare I say like 15 20 minutes it it's a ridiculous concept but i'm i'm i just i just need to know what happens next but yeah i thought i would chuck that in there as well but um we hope that you guys have enjoyed listening to this episode i know it's been a little bit different to our usual programming but shanice will be back next week we'll have some cool updates and we'll be back to our usual programming and structure but yes thank you so much for listening to how you at you today remember if you have any unpopular opinions stories requests dilemmas or anything like that you can submit them anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash hallyu at you or you can send them to us on socials i've been shay from the k-way and remember to stay safe happy k-pop in stuff yeah (laughs) and we'll and we will holla at you bye Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.